Hello! Welcome to a brand new podcast from ARU, all about musical theatre. My name's Sean Aquilina, I'm one of the lecturers on the musical theatre course. Joining me is Ryan Murphy and Adam Gerberton. Hello chaps, how are you both today? Yeah, I'm good, thank Very you. Very good, thanks. Excited? This is episode one. This is our first thing. Woo! Welcome to the world! <laughs> we're going to talk about lots of stuff today. We've got, um, we're going to talk about uh, some of our favourite shows. We're going to talk about um, some of our not so favourite shows, or at least they didn't go down so well. Uh, we're going to do a nice quiz at the end. Let's start with, um, off the back of a bit of news, that um, the show Anyone Can Whistle is coming back to London, coming back to the Southwark Playhouse. Um, and I bring it up because Anyone Can Whistle didn't do very well when it first opened, back in 1964, closed after just nine performances. God, is that even getting to press night? I mean, it, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, if it did, I don't think the press were very happy about no, it. No, no, indeed. Uh, so it just made me think about what, what kind of other famous flops have there been. So I had a little look into the archives, mm. and we've just heard the theme tune, well, the theme tune, you know, one of the big numbers it's from... called an overture. An overture, yes. <laughs> thank you. See, every That's day is a learning day, Sean. <laughs> This <laughs> gives me great confidence as a lecturer in the subject. Absolutely. Yeah, overture. Good. Yeah. Okay, overture. Overture to Merrily We Roll Along, which is actually number five in the list of the, the biggest flops on Broadway. That's mental. Merrily We Roll Along is so famous. It's such a it's such a great score, isn't it? But it ran mm -hmm. for 16 performances and Goodness. then it was out. Oh Has anyone seen the documentary on Netflix about it? I think it's, it's something like my best worst thing ever. Netflix no. make documentaries? I don't think they made it. They <laughs> it's, it's, it's well worth a visit. It's from one of the, the leads in the original cast, looking oh. back at the whole experience, and there's archive footage of when they cast it, and then when they rehearsed it, and what they did, and there's lots of Stephen Sondheim on there, there's lots of Hal Prince on there. Um, there can't be many musicals that work chronologically backwards, right? There can't be Only many one that, that comes to mind. It, well, firstly... There's a Benjamin Button musical being made, which okay. isn't backwards, but I guess there's an element of He's backwards. He's kind of backwards. He is yeah. backwards. So that's in development. I know that much. Um, and the the other one that has the crossover timeline is the last five years. Mm. Yes, that's yeah. true. You've got one timeline going backwards there. Yes. So it can work. It just didn't when they opened Merrily. But since then, mm. cult following, been very successful, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it. Uh, and I believe that there's talks of a film version. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, yes, it was going to be filmed film over version, a very right? long time. Yeah, they're going to film yes. it for like 20 years or something. Okay, so I didn't make this that, up. Yeah, great. They get the, like, the realism mm. of these people changing. Yeah, mental. Um, I'm not sure that's necessary. I've to, never to heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Wow. wow. Okay, so then uh, number four on the biggest flops, probably one of like the biggest or most foundational shows ever written probably made to study it in university. It's the Thrupney Opera. I mean, that's oh. mental. Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Vile ran mm -hmm. for 12 shows. And to think that, I mean, the National Theatre did it, what, two years ago, three years ago? It was a massive show. Yeah. Seminal show, yeah, I would say. It's still going like 90 years later. Yeah, massively important. Two massively important writers. Did not work. Did not wow. work at all when it first opened. 12 performances. Yeah, wow. 12 shows, gone. But... Even shorter, with a run of five shows, was the musical version of the Stephen King book, and we don't say that phrase very often. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Stephen King book, Carrie. Mm. Do we? Did we need? Did we need Carrie the musical? Well, I was thinking. I I can't think of many horror books that have been turned into musicals, but Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors is well. pretty scary. Little Shop of Horrors is great. Would you count Heather's? Mm. 
Mm. What about Frankenstein? I mean, yeah, I guess the thing about... The young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Mm. But the thing about Carrie is it's genuinely scary. Yeah. Is right? it, though? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I guess people could say the same about Frankenstein. Which is, there are musicals on Frankenstein. There definitely are. Um, that's crazy. I, I, the thing is, it can't be cheap to make these musicals, right? So how much do you think Carrie cost back in 1988? Well, so just now it costs a few million pounds to put on a big Broadway show. So it must, I mean, it must have been less than that, right? It was $8 million Stop it. for Carrie wow. in 1988. Stop it. $8 million. So at five shows, that's what about, that was about one point something million dollars per show. <laughs> and then they were done. Wow. Get your money as well. Wow. What a waste. <gasps> wow. So that was the, that's the third one. That's number three. Okay. Here's number two. Stephen Schwartz show. Uh, the, no, writer, say, the writer of say. Wicked. The writer of Wicked. Are you the writer of Pippin. Which is one of the biggest shows ever. The writer of Godspell. Yep. I probably shouldn't have ended on that one. <laughs> not, the, not the Baker's Wife. Oh, okay. That's not right. Not the Baker's then. Wife. Oh. No. Uh, uh, rags. Oh. Which I think we've got a little clip of, right? Uh, yes, we absolutely do. Do you know what it was at the Southwark um, a couple of years ago? It was. But here's a, here's a little section of Rags for you to listen to. So that's on the fourth day of July from Rags the Musical. And uh, if it opened on the first of July, the fourth day of July would have been when it closed. <laughs> that was, uh, was notice it? was handed. Because oh it ran for four performances. Four performances. And that, was, and that was that. But again, that's been done since, right? I feel that's kind of yeah, no, getting it has, its yeah. way into the canon. Well, I feel like when you've got a composer like Stephen Schwartz, you know, you, you can't dismiss an entire work. Like it's, it's there must be something in it. There must be. Yeah. Surely. Okay, and so the biggest flop uh, that Broadway ever saw was in 1969. It was, it starred Bernadette Peters, so it had, you know. The Bernadette Peters. The Bernadette Peters, so it had a great leading lady. It was written by Lionel Bart. Of Oliver fame. Nine years after he'd written Oliver. And it was that famous show, La Strada. No, I've never heard of it. No, either. no. Shut <laughs> yeah. It closed after one performance. Sean and I One were just um, we were just listening to a clip from it, uh, which we don't have, um, but they just kept saying that they were in a musical. Right? Yeah, your uh, your musical, just your, musical your musical, yeah, and yeah. it was about being able to sing and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I mean, to close after one show—that's that's pretty heartbreaking. Mm. I mean, there must be a story there. There must be. <laughs> we might not have it, but there must be. You can't have clothes after one performance and there not be okay. a massive flood. I, I will go and find out. I will go and do some research. We're going to put it and on then, our Instagram. Uh, and then maybe, yeah, well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe yeah. we'll put, some, put yeah. some links to it. So there we go. Famous flops. Just out of interest, on the opposite end of the scale, what's the longest running show on Broadway? Oh, it must be an Angelo Beverly. It uh, is an Angelo Beverly. Oh, it was probably going to be one of two, wasn't it? And it's not Lame Is. Yeah, so it's Phantom. So it's Phantom. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom still going strong. After all these years, it's crazy. It's just—it's just great. You don't like Angelo. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't. I'm not a fan. But I—I appreciate what he he is. You know, Mm. he is considered a genius. I just, yeah, it's just recycled melodies for me. Yeah, for 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 me, I think that his his golden age, (laughs) he had his own golden (laughs) age, um, was fantastic. I think you know, um, Jesus Christ Superstar is, is. Oh, an absolute it. marvel love of a work. That may well be appearing on my favourite scene. Oh, that's exciting. Um, but let me just go ahead and say that Cinderella needs to stop. 
Have you seen it? I've not seen it. I will not see it. Perhaps a free ticket. I might go and see it. That if you pay a lot of money, I for feel you're it, unlikely to get one now. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. The, the the very expensive seats at the front. I know that they move. The seats move, and you go on stage, and you're part of the ball. Um, oh, wow. But which is amazing in yeah. itself. But the songs are just oh, he needs to stop. He needs to stop. He's very wealthy. He doesn't have to. It's work. a little bit like reinventing the wheel, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think Rodgers and Hammerstein did it best. Yeah, they did a pretty yeah. good yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. They I did a good so. job. Um, and it just, it, the world did not need it. The world did not need it. But well done him for having <laughs> the longest running musical on Broadway. Well done. <laughs> so there we go. There's our, there's our famous flops for this week. Now we're going to move on to a segment that, uh, which I've called My Favourite Sings. Which I adore. I'm any anyone who's punny enough to... Uh, and this week, uh, Adam, it's going to be you, right? You're going to take yeah. us through one of your favourites, a new, fa- a very new favourite. Well, it's interesting because I, I appreciate that you say it's, you know, my favourite things, but I would just like to talk about it because I think it's something that we need to talk about. Okay. And that is the, the phenomenon that is this song. We don't talk about So if you don't know what that song is, it's We Don't Talk About Bruno from the, the Disney film Encanto. Uh, have you seen it? I've seen it, yeah. yeah. Have, have you seen I it? I have seen it. You have, well. you've yeah. both seen it, okay. Yeah. Um, rate it out of 10? Solid sort of seven and a half. Solid seven and a half. I would say, I would say an eight. I really liked it. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Okay. I liked the story. Okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think the story is really lovely and the animation is beautiful. Animation's very beautiful. The animation's beautiful, but it's, um, I just, I, I watched it and I came away from it going like, okay, well, that happened. I will probably never watch it again. People will enjoy it. Move on. Cut to this song. We don't talk about Bruno. Just changing the world of music for a hot second. So this is Lin-Manuel Miranda's second film working for Disney. The first one was Moana in 2016, where he also wrote the songs. Um, great song, uh, How Far I'll Go, is one that I see a lot in editions. People love it, it's great fun. Um, and he got an Oscar nomination for that, right, for How Far I'll Go. Um, now this song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, was not submitted for the Oscars. It wasn't submitted for consideration. So it has not been nominated, despite that it has had over 101 million streams on Spotify. Wow. Okay. It is in the um, 100 uh, Hall of Fame uh, musical listening now, which is crazy. The only other song from Disney was part of your... um, was from uh, Aladdin, the one on the carpet. Part of your world. No, not part of your world. A whole new world. Thank you. Whole new world. (laughs) So this is, yeah, from Billboard, number one on the chart. That's crazy. 29 years ago, by the way, it was a whole new world. Yeah, from London. So that, that was in 1993. Um, so this is crazy that it's just gone, it's erupted. It just erupted and everyone's doing it. I was listening to Radio 4 and they were playing it. What's going on? <laughs> right? It, it didn't leap out at me no. when I watched the film as the standout song. No, no, neither. Because it's not the song, as I say, it's not the song they submitted for the Oscars. So what is it about this song <laughs> that everyone loves? That's the question. So the Encanto soundtrack, by the way, in general, has 16 million monthly listeners on Spotify, just to put that in context, 16 million a month. That's how many people are listening to this, this, this soundtrack. So um, what's quite nice, just as a, as a musicologist, I guess, occasionally, um, and Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is, is quite clever, 
Um, they're the family. It's based on the family Madrigal. Yeah. Mm. Welcome to the family mm. Madrigal. There you are. Um, and a madrigal is a type of music. Okay. And what he's done here, and we don't talk about Bruno, it's it's a madrigal. It's uh, you know, lots of things overlapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's that's really nice. I, I I like that little nod. What we get to see is a character gossip song, which Manuel Miranda said in an interview. That's all he wanted to do. If I can write a Disney gossip song, I can die a happy man. And I think he definitely has done that. It furthers the story, and it tells us everything we want to know. And everyone has gone away singing it and being crazy. I was having a conversation with someone today saying, I watched Encanto. I liked it. But this one song totally stuck with me. Like, what, what, what song was it? We don't talk about Bruno. So there we are. It's my favorite sing is the fact that the world has been changed by one song that... All the people around this table, at least, never thought it was going to be the song that came from that show. So what do we know? What do we know? And I think, and but also, what do what does Disney know? Because they didn't submit it for an Oscar. I think that's the fascinating thing that no one thought to um, thought that it was going to be massive. But it's not. But it's not your favorite thing in the sense that yeah, uh, my, it's my favorite thing because everyone is talking about a musical. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I always love that. But it's not my favorite thing in that I'm not going to leave this room singing it. Or at least I won't do it out of choice. <laughs> I thought it would be the other one, though. That, um, you know, the strong... Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a great it, song. panicking or... Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. Know, I thought that one would be... It's a fantastic like, song. But there it is. Wow. I love this idea of Disney gossip songs. Because I'm trying yes. to think of what other ones there are. Would you count Belle, the opening of Beauty and the Beast? Oh, there she goes. That Absolutely. Girl who's so that is possibly my favourite. That's a great Disney song. gossip song. We've got, um, it happens in Mulan. Mulan, um, yes. at the, be- the beginning when it's like, oh, that girl. Uh, it happens in The Hunchback, first song of The Hunchback. I guess it's a good way of getting a big cast number mm-hmm. to open your show and focus on the principal as well and give us loads of detail Absolute. and create sympathy and stuff for them. Absolutely. The thing about Encanto, which is interesting, is that about half of the cast aren't singers. Yeah. So even the main character, she's known for being in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right? She's Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's not a singer. But then here she is in a musical. And I think that what um, Lamama Moranza has been able to do is create a song that's very appro- approachable from people who aren't actors. And therefore, if it's approachable for people who aren't actors, it's approachable to the public. Mm. So we've talked we've talked before about how Lin Manuel Miranda learned some of his craft from Sondheim, and that was very much his thing, right? He said, "I don't want to mm. write all the words and lyrics until the show's been cast, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then I can get on with it." And there definitely is something to writing for people. It seems to inspire. I mean, you're a composer. Does it inspire? Yeah, it's, you? it's interesting. I'm, a, I'm actually writing a, a show just now, and we've got a workshop coming up that everyone is cast for, and I was sent by the lyricist clips of everyone singing and she went you just won't get the style of song unless you listen to them individually which is which is new for me but my goodness it did it totally sparked off um a, a, a different pathway and you think about things like your mega stars your julie andrews your barbara streisands etc if they were signed up to do your new show of course you're going to write a song that will show them off because mm. people want that Maybe that's how the 11 o'clock number came to be. I'm not sure. But it's it's certainly interesting. If you know that you've got a massive belter, then you can do that. And you're going to keep that moment until the end of Act 2, right? Or, conversely, if you've got someone who's not such a strong singer, like Glynis Johns in, mm-hmm. in um, A Little Night Music, then you write Send in the Clowns. Absolutely. Because you don't have to really sustain any breath yes. to get through the phrases. 
and you still create something that's really dramatic and exciting and and you know became a complete classic but you, you for someone who can deal with that it's so interesting that you said that because i was listening to an interview with lin-manuel miranda where he said that we don't talk about bruno is his send in the clowns it was never intended to be big it was never intended to be the number one song it was for this purpose and it's just become massive there we go more my favorite scenes next episode <laughs> so let's move on to our final feature our quiz where one person sets some uh, some musical theater questions some clips and then the other two people have to identify either maybe the song or the show or the singer uh, so, Ryan, you are quiz master. I this am. Week. Tell I'm us excited. what we're doing. I'm excited. Okay, so I'm going to play you some clips, okay, from different musicals. It's your job to identify the show. Now, I'm going to need to hear your your buzzer. We don't have buzzers. Your buzzword. Or do we have to make a buzzer? Well. Oh, no, no, no I like it. I like it. Let's make our own buzzer. Okay. Okay. So, Sean, what's yours going to be? Me. And Adam. Me. Nice. We have to stay in the same key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. So uh, are people able to play at home as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They just have to get it before yeah, us. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. And you can score yourself a point. Let us know if you win. I love that. Uh, okay. Is there a theme to this week's quiz? Um, there isn't a theme, actually. Um, is the theme just the songs that you like? Pretty much, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've just gone with random songs okay. that okay. that that are great in my opinion it's a general knowledge it really yeah. is okay. yeah so good luck All right okay and you we just do just the show just the show that's fine i'm happy with that okay. <laughs> i'm really nervous <laughs> i am <laughs> okay here we go are you ready here's the first so, one sorry i was just saying adam's nervous because you normally do this with students don't you so i do i do with students the and then i do it in with students and then i normally do it in the office with these two and i really <laughs> love the power of knowing all the answers and i get so much so much um, out of sass when they don't know the answer and now you're gonna play lemes and i'm not gonna know what it is and i'm really nervous about that <laughs> oh i don't think there's any lemes on here you're okay. <laughs> okay here we go are you ready i am yeah. ready okay good luck here's the first one I don't really think I need the Me. reasons why I'm... It's Evita. Well done. Rainbow High, isn't it? It you is. Know what? <laughs> what? I point. do not like... There's no bonus point. <laughs> Shush. I do not like Evita. Controversial opinion. <gasps> Did you get the singer by any chance? Not that you have to, but... <laughs> I assume it's Patti LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I think I might know what the theme might be. If there's no theme. Ryan is obsessed <laughs> with Paddy Napone. I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, there is no theme, I promise. Okay, okay here we well go. Done, Sean. Well done, Sean. One to Sean. Here we go. Next one. Oh my goodness, I know this. Uh, me. It's, it's a golden age one, isn't it? It's, the, uh, it's like um, Camelot or something like that. No, or, it's not uh, Camelot. Or, uh, would you I'm like just singing it in my head more, a tiny more, bit more. I know more. the song. How do you wipe tears away when your eyes are dry? Sweetheart, lover, could I recover? I don't say Mary Fair Lady or something. No, I'm afraid. No. no, that's a no. I know it is. So no points. No points there. What was it, Ryan? It was follies. Oh. I can't believe you I'm get that. I'm embarrassed. Did you get it? Did you, listeners, did you get it? I hope you did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope you did. Look, I'm just trying to claw some control back. I'm in charge of the listeners. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, here we go. Third. Oh, then I lost it. And then I lost it. <laughs> it was available the second that he called. And I mean, it's Bernadette Peters. Do I get something for that? Uh, you, you, you get hot. Okay. So is it Mac and Mabel? Yes, oh, it is. Oh, you worked it out. Oh, well done. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we agreed that if it's Mac and Mabel, we only hear whatever it ain't. Because <laughs> that's the song that we all know. <laughs> that wasn't. Was it really? Yeah. Was that what we were in? It's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, this is a disaster. I'm not doing well. Okay. The refrain. Okay. To be fair, no one in auditions, no one sings no. that bit, do they? They go from button, button, Anyway, I was anyway. just playing piano on the table. Anyway, Sorry I don't know what I got noise. it right, so. Well, I get, I get a quarter point. <laughs> Thank you. Quarter point. Okay. I'm clawing it. And the third one. Fourth one. Sorry. Have you just put on a porn Me. I'm just going to have a shot in the dark and say nine. No. Mm. But I, I understand where that I, would come from. Yeah, yeah see where yeah. I was going, right? Yeah, yeah. A little bit more? I never would respond. The vacancy was taken. Me? Uh, I don't know, gentlemen for our points, like blondes? I don't know. No, this is a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, they all are so is far. It, sorry, sorry. Is it Patty again? It is Patty. I thought it was. <laughs> Obviously, it's Patty. <laughs> So it's not, <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's not Fontaine. <laughs> no, so what no. was it? It's women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Ryan, you're not allowed to cheer this because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of because that. Because Sean and I are life. soon oh, going to be women on the edge right. of a nervous breakdown. Next question. <laughs> Next question. It's a great show, even though it flopped. Um, here we go. Ah, uh, oh, oh. Who's gonna get there? Who's gonna get there? Is it? No, no, no. You've got to do your. You've got to do your me. Oh, uh, me. Right time. Ah, oh, you little well poo. Well done. Is that the original cast recording, please? Yes. I just saw it. it was. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. <laughs> I was listening to that. I was listening to that this weekend. Oh, anyway, okay. Uh, What's the score? What's the score? Uh, You're score winning. Three nil, uh, I think. Isn't three it? nil. Oh, it's four. four nil. Is it? Oh, is this question? Four. That's this nice. is number five. Here we go. Dream all you want, my darling, of every lustful situation. No, I just uh, I've never heard this song before in my life. Think really? about the lyrics. Okay. Who would write such a musical? Till I scream. Is it Stephen Schwartz? No. Is it Alan Menken? No. But please don't oh. touch me. Oh, don't touch me. This is you oh no, I've heard me till I squeal. Just as long as it's not real. But please don't, don't touch me. 
definitely taught this in class. You Have you really? No, I don't know. What was it? Young Frankenstein. Oh my goodness. Mel Brooks. Uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Of course it was. You? Yes. I picked I some you. good ones, haven't I? I, I? I, picked some good I hope ones. the people at home, the one person at home, is enjoying playing this game and is probably doing significantly <laughs> better than us. When, when it comes around to me, I'm only doing musicals that are pre 1910 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Make it harder than this. Uh, okay, four more. Here we go. Okay, okay here we go. Uh, uh, me. Uh, is it? Oh, I was going to say Dream Girls, but I think it's not. No, but I. So close, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Me. Tina? No. Oh, no, no, no. Bodyguard? Me? No, no, it's not. I, I know. I know. Hey. Oh, I'm gonna have a shot in the dark. Kinky boots? No. I'll tell you, it's the light. Oh, Cy Coleman. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? I feel like that and Sweet Charity are so different. It's hard to believe they, they're yeah. the same. They're the same composer. It's mental. And anyway. um, and City of Angels. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's mental. It's just although that's quite that's more similar to the life in um, City of Angels are quite similar. Really? I think that's more disco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and <coughs> quiz. <coughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. Sorry. 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 Yes, sorry, yes. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. I mean, it's all musical theatre, isn't it? Um, here we go. Last three. Give me somebody to dance for. Give me somebody to show. It's not going well. Let me wake up in the morning to find I have somewhere exciting to go. Lovely song, though. No, a lovely song. To have something that listen to I this. can be home. But shockingly, I don't know it. I don't know it. Pass. No pass. pass. It's a chorus line. Is that a chorus line? Stop. Yeah, the music in the mirror. This is embarrassing. <laughs> no one listens to that one. They <laughs> skip it. Do. They skip it. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, I cannot oh, believe this do. is tragic. You, like? you haven't scored a point yet. I know. Oh, dear. Well, right, well, come on. Might, high hopes. High hopes. High hopes. High hopes. Here we go. Brothers and sisters, we are here tonight to fight the devil. Do you hear that playing? Oh, oh. Um, it's me. Music man. No. no Gabriel Blow, right? <laughs> it's not. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Wrong show. Song. Right song. Wrong yes, show. yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's not guys and dolls. <clears throat> it's not guys and dolls. Play a bit more. Any? Me? Anything goes? Yes. Me? Yes, yes. Was that Patty again? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah, sorry. Was it really? It was Patty. Oh, it was a young Patty. Young Patty. Yeah. Oh. Before the smoke. <laughs> um, I'll drink to that. <laughs> and last one. Okay, I feel I more relaxed. I think we know who's won. But yeah, anyway. Me. The audience have won. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. How 
Get to the chorus. But naturally, if a custom tailored vet oh, it's asks me out for something wet, when the vet begins to pet, oh, I cry. I've, I've played this with students as well. You can always do it. Treat me my fashion. Me, treat my fashion from. I'm always true to you in my fashion. I know so I'm always true to you in my way. Kiss me, Kate. Yes. Oh, oh I pulled that one out. Well oh done, Sean. Well, well, well done. done. That was um, that was something. That, that was, was something. Um, wow. Mm. I feel like I need to go home and listen to like the 100 greatest musicals. Yeah, I think and, I do too. Um, Maybe in a journey home. Week. Yeah. Anyway. Well, on that though, folks, I hope you did better than us. Do feel free to uh, follow us on Instagram. What are we on Instagram? Ryan? We are ARU Musical Theatre, all one word. Great, and you see uh, stuff from rehearsals, things that we're doing, find out about the course, all sorts of stuff. But from now, for all of us, goodbye. goodbye.